This is Chaplain Jake Snodgrass, and this is the Prodeo Podcast, where we tackle the issues focused on military, congregational renewal, and missional community formation. Hello, this is Chaplain Jake Snodgrass. In this recording of Prodeo, we have Joel Taylor, who's at Fort Lewis. And I want you to listen to a couple of different things as he describes a ministry that's happening there. Um, one is that, that people are the attraction, not an attractional model of a service or a church, that the, the church is being built in community and on mission. And so guys are hearing about the gospel um, from their neighbors and from their friends and from small groups. It's a pretty uh, great thing to hear. We're excited for what's happening there at Fort Lewis. So listen to Joel. He's going to introduce himself really quick, and then he's going to describe really what's happening there at Fort Lewis. And we're going to continue to talk with him and continue to, this is a, a long conversation that we recorded, and so we'll produce this in snippets. Enjoy. So basically, um, Chaplain Cody Witt and I, uh, my name is uh, Chaplain Joel Taylor, and uh, I am with 117 Infantry here in 2-2 Striker Brigade. Uh, Cody is in uh, two, three infantry in, in one, two striker brigade. Um, and, uh, here at JBLM back in really in August of 2018, Cody started a, this idea in his battalion of small groups. And, um, it kind of like caught wildfire, um, in his, uh, in his battalion, they were really desperate, uh, for community and for some identity. And, um, uh, it started off as a Bible study kind of thing where um, American Bible Society does this thing called Commander's Coin Challenge. And so Cody okay. did that in 75 days. They went down to Hunter Liggett and then um, they started these groups that were going to kind of keep each other accountable. And they were going to have this really cool event afterwards. But that that event kind of launched the beginning of what would become Summit. Um, and so they were they were meeting together uh, weekly and just sharing some insights from things that they were reading in the Bible and stuff. And uh, if they came back after Hunter Liggett, and they they wanted to continue to expand it. And um, so they put together a team of chaplains. I was not involved with this at the time, except that Cody and I are pretty much best friends here, and uh, we were talking about it along the way. So a team of chaplains kind of put some things together and um, started to develop Summit, um, the philosophy of ministry, things like that. And, you know, with the, um, with the chapels here, I was currently serving as the worship pastor for Summit or for um, uh, Chapel Next and okay. was loving serving there. I was, I was serving there for about six months and um, uh, just felt like in the chapel there, we weren't really seeing a lot of younger soldiers coming in. And um, that was really a, a strong passion of mine. And so I ended up stepping down in December of 18 and joined Cody in January of 19. And uh, I started small groups in my battalion. And it, it also just kind of blew up. I actually used the same event, uh, the Commander's Coin Challenge, and we got about 50 soldiers immediately involved. It's broken down into small groups based on their company. We had kind of a big kickoff breakfast where I, I kind of gave them two E's, like uh, enjoy friendship and engage the Christian story. That was the point of the small groups. Okay. And um, during that time, um, 
the 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 initial group of chaplains that was really working on summit uh there wasn't very clear direction on where it was going to go uh we got some really great oversight from some senior leadership here that uh gave us permission to step out and actually start services start worship services so um, some of the chaplains found that they, they wanted to be involved in other ministries on posts and things like that. So they, they uh, kind of broke away and uh, found other places of ministry. And, and really it just kind of came down to a few of us that were sort of, um, re, kind of kind of reimagining or kind of redefining what is Summit. And essentially um, what it has come to be, or uh, it it has always meant to be this, but now it's just very it's much clearly defined, much more clearly defined. It is chaplain coached, soldier led, chapel ministry that's unit focused, and so essentially it is the chapel dispersed. Um, it is not we, we're not a geocentric chapel. Um, we are we're actually like living and breathing inside of units. And so the structure of it is there's kind of like a, a core group of chaplains who sort of determine the, the direction, the future, the training of, of, of the ministry. And, um, and then at the unit level, we have chaplains who are training up soldiers to become what we call guides. So these okay. summit guides actually lead a group of soldiers between six to 12 soldiers um, and they are regularly meeting um, at least twice a month. And then uh, we invite them and they, they come and they join us for worship services. And we're meeting in French theater um, intentionally because a lot of soldiers who initially get involved aren't as spiritual. Um, and besides the guides, of course, the guides are, are Christians. But um, those who, who end up getting involved, we, we want them to experience the love of Christ in community and we want them to commit to living life together, learning and growing together, and then reaching the world around them together. And so those are kind of the three commitments that they have coming into these groups. And then they come and they worship with us twice a month on a Wednesday night, not on Sundays. So we kind of intentionally are, uh, you know, we found that those were the best nights based on the feedback we got from the soldiers. Um, and yeah, so that that's pretty much what's going on. We... We have been heavily developing our um, our guide training. <clears throat> so what what that looks like is it's about it's like forty eight hours of training, where we take these soldiers who have who have been committed or or show potential to to be um, spiritual leaders in the formation, and we take them to a place and we we um, we walk through God's story. Uh, like four chapters uh, of God's story, innocence, brokenness, rescue, and then reconciliation. And, uh, and then we walk them through their story in light of that. When were, you know, when did they, what was life like in innocence? How did, how did they understand that? When was brokenness introduced into their life along with the lies, right? And then what was it like when God came in and rescued them? And then, um, you know, what what ways is he restoring their lives? And so um, what ends up happening is the second day, these guides end up sharing a a very, very deep autobiography, essentially. They share their story with the other guides who are there. 
and um, the, this very deep connection gets formed where the guides end up praying for each other. They respond to each other with like the truth um, and they, they experience this loving acceptance. And essentially, uh, and, and the whole time they are being served by chaplains. Um, so our, our job is to promote a, um, you know, the culture of servitude, you know, of, of servant leadership. And we want them to catch these things because here's the thing. The, the beauty is the next time we have a guide training, the guides who have gone through this are, are the acting chaplains, essentially, or they are, they're the ones facilitating the training. Uh, they're the ones walking their table through um, the, their story, sharing their story and responding to each other in loving acceptance. And um, so far, we've, we've had um, about, I think, about 45 soldiers go through the training. Um, and, uh, in my, I I actually lead lead guides from, um, four different battalions currently, and we meet, um, and I'm actually investing in them, helping them come up with strategies to, to actually start to launch their own small groups. So I've got about 12 soldier guides. Some of them are, are certified. They've actually gone through the training. Some of them are not, but they're very interested. And so that we'll catch them into the next one. But, um, yeah, so so essentially, we heavily invest in in these soldier guides, and we we're basically coaching them, mentoring them, resourcing them. Uh, we we use Right Now Media. I think you guys have Right Now Media, and um, um, and networking them across the garrison here at JBLM. So I think we have about 135 to 150 soldiers who are currently involved across JBLM. Um, yeah. And, and, um, you know, we, we, initially we were saying that we were, I, we were really focused on the, um, the young single soldier between 18 and 28. Uh, but the truth is we're, we're interested in anyone that age. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. what, ends up, yeah, sure. what we find is that really it's a generational thing. There's a gap, right. there's a generational gap and we, we're not we're not saying no to anybody. I mean, we're not we're not we're not really saying no to someone because they're married. In fact, we sure. think that there's a lot of added benefit. Um, it's more it is much more difficult to come on post or to bring people together another night of the week when you're married and you have the responsibility of a home. But right. um, but these soldiers like they're they're doing life together. I mean, that's um, that's really what it is. And once they get past um, it feeling like, wow, you know, it's this week and we need to plan something again. You know, once they're able to get past that and they get into this, this rhythm of doing it, um, they love it and they, they live life together. They share their burdens and they pray together and they're, they're reaching out to the people around them who are marginalized, uh, who are going through really tough things and they're bringing them into the group and spending time with them and helping them out. And, um, uh, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, I've seen some people who were very suicidal, totally turn around and start actually walking other people through suicide, through depression and things like that. And, right. and um, it's, yeah, it, it's been, it's been really, really amazing to see the Lord working. Yeah, it's great. So I have a couple, so a couple of things that you've mentioned, I know backtrack, there's just some edge that okay. I think it's really important, um, you know, for people who are trying to duplicate, I think there's a lot of push 
in terms of across the army, right? And you've seen it, um, the chaplain corps as well, trying to figure out, right, what exactly to do um, to target um, single soldiers in a battalion or you know, in those in those barracks where they live on the installation. They're just a hard to reach kind of crew, that age group, where the, you know, wherever the, you know, they, they find themselves. It's, it's just a, it's a, it's a hard demographic to crack, so to speak. Yeah. And so there's a lot of different, you know, there's a lot of different strategies or at least, you know, like it's one of those deals where I feel like we, a lot of times will say, Oh, I want to create it. We all want to create an event that they come to. And right. it's a, it's a loosely started in the sense, you know, pre relationship type of thing where like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to have this event. I'm going to pass out some flyers. I want them to come. Right. What I, what I heard you describe was really kind of a targeted, more grassroots, long-term start. Then at the, uh, as that had flourished, you began to, to gather together as um, even like a service or have a worship service um, post um, gather. Is that, is that what I'm hearing you describe? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the paradigm is not, um, you know, bring them all together in, in a large event and then and then find a way to to uh, to get them to split off into these smaller groups. We we started with with smaller groups, um, and and here's here's the key too. You know, a lot of times chaplains kind of see themselves as like, you know, we're the ones who need to be doing the ministry. But right. if you think about it, if you think about it in Ephesians, you know, we're we're actually supposed to be equipping others to do the ministry. Right. Sure. And, and All right, that was Joel. Great to hear from him. More to come from him and more to come on what it looks like to build community where you're at on mission. And we're excited for what God is doing at Fort Lewis. You can find more from us at prodeochapel.com and click on our social media platforms and connect with us there.